new every day until you hit the tweet limits. Oh, yeah. Has that happened yet for one of you guys? No. <laughs> you know, they had so. a good reason for it, right? Like somebody was talking about it, whether or not it was intentional. So, is that the bots? Well, the bots, yeah, but specifically, like these government sponsored censorship programs are like fishing for content and they're trying uh, to, like, they're the ones mm. that are basically the worst bots of them all. The racing addicts. It's like a circle. Ra racing circle. That's staying in. Ra racing circle. Brought to you by. Where, where, where's my endorsement? Hello. That's staying in. No, no. The racing addicts. You would. Re ready. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> Stand by. The racing addicts. Stand by. The racing addicts. Wood. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back again from a wet and soggy weekend in Chicago. I'm just kidding. We weren't there, but it looked wet and soggy. Uh, we are back in studio. Uh, I'm your host, Alex. We also got uh, Mr. Nolan here. What's howdy, happening? Howdy. Good to be back. And then joining us remotely, we got, uh, I don't know if he's anonymous, but we got Bill <laughs> Mitchell. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. How's it going, everybody? Good, good. So we had a, a major staple event, I guess, this weekend. I, I feel like it's being billed out as a bigger deal than what I think it is. But um, the first official NASCAR Cup Series street race. So um, what, I, <laughs> what, what are our overall thoughts after the weekend? Just weird to say that, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Dogroll, street course for NASCAR just sounds weird, right? Like every part of that sentence felt weird. All of it. It's just, yeah. 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 What really sealed the deal for me was when I was watching the onboard camera on the NASCAR app. And I'm sure they, you know, they obviously had it on the broadcast too. But when you sit there and watch lap after lap and you're like, they're really going like right beside skyscrapers or not skyscrapers, but like really yeah. big city buildings. You're just like, that is a weird sight. It is nuts. That's when it set in for me. And I was like, this is cool. I hope it works out. And I'm glad that they're actually getting it done. Cause you know, with the rain, there was no guarantee it was going to happen. Yeah. And there was no guarantee it wouldn't be a, you know, a show, but. Which we, we had moments, just brief moments. But yeah, it was, I, I liked that one camera shot Fox had, like when they were racing down the hill. Fox. But in the back, no, no, not Fox. Fox. I'm sorry, they were <laughs> oh, you they were actually <laughs> oh, showing the racetrack. <laughs> sorry, they did a good job, so sorry, it's definitely Fox. not Fox. You're not getting any uh, on credit. You don't deserve it. <laughs> but their one camera angle, you could see like the streets in the yeah. background with like the street traffic yeah. while there's a race car coming towards you. I was like, that's that was. A and right in those last couple laps when they had the street lights on, the lamps like going down yeah, the side. Yeah, that was kind of That cool. was so cool. And then on the onboard, I saw like the sunset. It was turning like that nice like pink sunset from the rainy day. It was so cool. I, I liked it. Thank God it actually worked because there was one point yesterday that I thought the whole weekend was going to be a bust. And I was like, oh, I actually felt bad. Like I felt really bad for him. And I've not been team street course at all, but like my, my heart and compassion came out. So yeah, I don't know. Mitch, Mitch, what were your uh, overall thoughts of the of I, the experiment? I watched it all, man. I, I stayed home and watched a lot of it. And so um, I was disappointed about the Xfinity race being kind of like rained out. Because I felt like they could have went racing, but I guess it is what it is. It, oh, they when there's lightning. They 100 could have gone racing, and the more I learn, the more I'm reminded why I hate the city of Chicago. Like, it's, yeah, it, it's a city city's fault. Yeah, NASCAR's, NASCAR's hands were tied. Like they literally couldn't do anything. There was so what apparently it is is NASCAR has the eight mile lightning rule. 
The city has and wide open, if there's a lightning, they decide when they feel like it's time to go back. Is so what I've they learned. Get the yep. So the oh city my. said there was weather coming, so they didn't want to reopen it. So, like, the NASCAR 30-minute lightning clock had passed multiple times, and the city kept saying, well, but there's a system in the West, and we think it might get here, so we're not going to reopen it. And so, yeah, like, uh, what, like if, if you're NASCAR, you literally can't do anything. Like, their hands were completely tied. And right. And Sunday, like, they couldn't do much in that time period anyways because it was torrential downpours, car, uh, tires oh, were floating yeah. away and things yeah. like that. So, I mean, it, it sucks that the circumstances were like that, but in a way, I kind of like watching them in the rain. I think those cars were fun to watch in the rain, makes them loose and stuff. So I think they're better. Um, I think the next gen does better in the rain than it does in the dry. I think the I, rain might have saved that race. Yeah, I, I would right. agree. I think yeah. it's, that's, just, yeah, I agree 100%. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it was overall, it was, a, it was an all right weekend. Uh, I don't think I would go back to Chicago, but uh, I do, now. I did enjoy it. I, I enjoyed the scenery and like I knew the, I knew that front part was nice with the lake um, and everything like that. I knew it was going to look nice and that uh, was cool. It but, was uh, scenic. Wait, and I you, went? Loved- you went to the well, race? No, no. Oh, I just okay. from watching from home. But okay. uh, All right. I, I mean, I kind of want to visit Chicago now. It looks like a pretty neat city, but I just won't go past, you know, whatever the... F- like, that's just a front area. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You, that's <laughs> the, the good... The that's the good... And then yeah. I'm out. I either... You know, take a police ride out to the airport. Or get your Kevlar vest on and everything to yeah. get you ready to go to the rest of Chicago. Yeah, I don't know how you get to that point of the city without going through the bad stuff. So, um, but it does look Float. like it by boat. Yeah, yeah. by boat. There you go. Take a ferry over. You're you're That's a good country boy. You can buy you a boat. Eventually, yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> Now, I, I would have loved to see the weekend play out without the weather because I think it had potential to be a great event. Um, but the racing, I feel like, was better in the rain. So I, maybe maybe they kind of got the blend they needed. But see, I don't know. I saw enough during that Xfinity race where no one was passing each other. And even during the mm-hmm. cup race, they shortened it. And there was enough cautions to, you know, reset the field. And even with single file, there was it was enough. There was enough going on that it was entertaining. And it was a shortened race, you know. But if that thing had gone full term in a sunny day environment, either, either series, but especially the cup, maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't know which one would be worse. But like based on what I saw at Xfinity, it's just like, all right, maybe this is going to be boring. But, yeah. you know, it definitely wasn't boring. That's one thing we can say about this weekend is it wasn't boring. <laughs> um but I don't know that the so. racing product had anything to do with it. <laughs> well, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. We need to get into the fact or we need to talk about like, was that a good race or not? Because like, I feel like the initial reaction and we, I was thinking about this too yesterday is like, think about like the week before at Nashville, was that a good race or was it a bad race? I, at least for me, I was barely a yes, but it was more of a sympathy. So I saw some polls <laughs> online that were like 85%, 90%. Like that was a great race. Yeah. The, was that the Jeff Gluck poll? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think I saw more than one where I was just like, okay. So people clearly liked it. I mean, I liked it because, you know, my, there it is, that guy, Juan. Okay. Um, 
for those who are just listening in, I pointed at Ross. Uh, that's my guy. So he won. Mr. By the Mellon way, man pulled it I'll off. just say that in review uh, as an aside. I'm very relieved he got his win. So I knew it would happen eventually, but you never know till it happens. So and but, he earned it. Like we talked about it last yeah. week, but he 100 percent earned it. Like your your boy did you proud last week. Yeah. So okay. So I was thinking about this with Nashville and the Chicago race was like. It was very, very entertaining, but like in terms of race quality, was it a good race? We will have to get into that, especially with Chicago, because they shortened the race. People got screwed on pit strategy. The guys that probably like should have won, like under fair circumstances, ended up like 14th because they got cycled right. behind in the middle of an announcement. Like it's a little bit weird, but it was like extremely entertaining, and no one would dispute that. People love it, right? So like recency bias, short attention span. When the thing's all said and done, everyone's like, that was great. It was awesome. But then, like, the racing diehard in me was like, that was kind of whack, too. Like, just like with Nashville, where it's like, yeah, it was entertaining, but no one could pass. It's like, is this really, it's like, same, is yeah. this really what we want? I don't know. It's and like, I feel like weird. this weekend was honestly the same. Like, so I'll be honest, on the, the good race poll for me this weekend, I was a no up until I watched the 91 car come through at the end and win. Like, <laughs> like literally, Shane, I'm sorry, I still can't say his last name, but Shane, Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go by his first name. SVG. Yeah, SVG. To me, he saved the race. That's what took me from a no to a yes, because before that, you're right. Like, Justin Haley runs 28th all race through pitch strategy, ends up in first and almost wins the race. I feel the same like, way. From an integrity standpoint, the guy qualified third, so you're like, okay, a fast car that deserved to be there actually ended up winning. Oh, yeah. So I agree. I felt I mean, like, the, and it was cool. And the other element, Chase Elliott freaking wrecked, and he finished third. Yeah. <laughs> like, he hit pretty hard against uh, those tire barrels, and I mean, and they had old tires, and he still finished third, so. Hey, I know. mean, the, the tire barrier clearly did its job, because Kyle Busch hit it well, Noah Gregson hit it, what, every lap, I think. Like, turn six, he was piling oh into that thing. He was five cautions. Yeah. Have, you, have you, oh, I guess you haven't seen his Twitter today. He is like, he's just owning it, which I actually kind of really love. He said, he said something about Baconators really like turn six or something like that. Like, it's, it should be the Wendy's turn six, six Baconator corner or something. If they do this race again next year and Wendy's doesn't sponsor that corner, they have failed at marketing. <laughs> Got a lot of TV time, so. Yeah. But yeah, like Mitch, I mean, what what were your kind of like overall thoughts of of I guess everything, and then we can dive into individual points. Yeah, I, I, I'm right. I think you guys nailed it. Uh, I felt like the entertainment factor because of it being new and something different, and and in the city, the view was cool, um, was good, and seeing SVG kind of come through the field was cool. I realized there was like four people that knew how to make passes at this race. If we had a lot of SVGs in the field, I think you would have maybe saw a different race. Probably but, so. Um, good point. Probably so. But, but even then, no one could still pass an Xfinity. So uh, I say we go back to Chicagoland. And then if we want to do a street course, I like the idea. Just one or one year, one a year maybe. And if we are, can we, can we, can we go to different cities? Can we go to St. Petersburg? Please you know? do. Yes. Please do. Especially a city that actually wants you there. I mean, Chicago is vocal going into this, how they felt. And then the, kind of the crap they pulled on Saturday, I was like, once and done, baby. Just yeah. Chicago had their chance. Move it along. Or even a doubleheader with an IndyCar series, you know? Dude, a national why, doubleheader. why is that yeah. not happening? I mean, that's genius. Especially second half of the year, NBC already has the contract for both. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's the time to do it. gave them an idea. Yep. I know. You're welcome, <laughs> NBC. You can mail me the check. I'll take yeah, whatever you want. 
30% commission, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's, I, I think, I was thinking long and hard about this because I'll be honest, I did not enjoy the race from a racing perspective. Like the end was great. Again, the last 10, 15 laps, I think saved it. But the one thought I have had since last night is seeing the amount of new fans that enjoyed it and the amount of new fans that came to the yeah. race. I do see the merit in it. So I feel like, I feel like moving forward, it's a good idea. Let's do a street course once a year. Let's move it around and for some of us, like diehard race fans that don't enjoy it, that's just the week that we suck it up. Or like our significant others, if they want to go on a vacation and we don't want to worry about missing the race, that's the weekend we schedule the trip for. Because who cares? It, it's pretty much you know what's going to happen. <laughs> I agree. And actually, I, I kind of hope they switch the dates. Like I hope that honestly, since Atlanta is like a super speedway, why not make that a Saturday night race uh, for the Fourth of July weekend? It's, since Daytona is kind of a lock for the wild card blast race, I get the whole thing in that. Yeah. But like Atlanta's this weekend. And I'm like, why don't they flip it? Atlanta, because it's close to Charlotte. So the teams don't have to go too far. And, um, you know, it just seems semi patriotic. It might be because <laughs> of the 4th of July falling at the beginning of the week might have given NASCAR that extra. Like if it was a normal Monday today, like a yeah. normal work Monday, they might not have been able to even do it because, like, they need their city back. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, true. that's right. They might need that's the extended, the, like, weekend. You might be. That's probably it, logistically wise. Yeah. But, well, apparently, that's yeah. the one thing that saved it. If they had to reschedule to today, apparently, that was an option, which is good to know. Because at first, I'm like, do you seriously tell me you did not have a plan B for this weekend? But I don't know where I saw that because I thought there wasn't because I, I don't I don't know where I saw it probably Facebook since I'm like not on Twitter right now so that's true <laughs> that's true I keep forgetting you're not on Twitter I almost tagged you on something the other it's day I was like wait so where do you go tough, it's so tough to find info like instant info why'd you get off Twitter just like there's there's a lot of different things um, but I think just uh, a lot of negativity on it for a little bit I've just seen a lot of like toxic kind of like things and. You know, my mind was going like a mile, mile, amount, mile a minute, it seemed like. Um, and so I just kind of took a break and I don't know, just got off because, well, some of those reasons and there was, there was other reasons too. But. I did the same thing. So that's why I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah, obviously yeah. I'm back, but I took a long extended break too for the same reason. You really so. did. You were gone for quite a while. Like yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. It feels like you feel the difference. It's kind of crazy because I've been on Twitter for 13 years and I've used it every day basically yeah. for 13 years and like i can now like think clearly it's kind of weird because like facebook things <laughs> aren't like crazy i mean you, you go on there you catch up on some things but like when the race is on and like the scanner's not working and the tornado watch was going on i was like mm, i could use twitter oh my gosh <laughs> well so i had twitter and you still didn't know anything so props oh, to wgal okay. yeah it was like <laughs> I literally kept refreshing uh, Jeff Glucks or Jordan Bianchi's Twitter because I was like, just somebody post something. <laughs> like, what is happening? WGAL yeah. just hijacked the broadcast for 30 minutes and said the same thing over and over. I'm like, bro, <laughs> killing me. So, hey, it's, I feel like social media cleanses are a good thing every now and then. Yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta just clean out that mess in your life. Yeah, you kind of realize like, oh, I'm addicted. I need to go to the opposite. <laughs> right. I need to go to the opposite extreme just to detox, and then it feels good. And then you slowly are like, oh, I'm healthy enough to get back into it. <laughs> yeah. And then six because months later, you're like, oh, I'm here again. <laughs> right back in the <laughs> back hole. To yeah, yeah, I know. It's, 
Yeah. I think it's weird because <laughs> it goes in spurts. Like sometimes, like you know, when you're addicted to one platform more than the other. Like I TikTok, I'm not addicted to. I don't no. need to be on it too much. And and same with Facebook, I don't really need to be on it too much. Um, Instagram, kind of half and half, but Twitter for some reason you can, especially like during the week, it's you just start reading things like all the time. <laughs> I feel I like for whatever reason, I feel like the racing community has migrated to Twitter because it, it seems to oh, be yeah. that that's the platform where everybody is posting things. So like, I think if it, if I wasn't a race fan, I could bail on Twitter now. Like it, I don't know that I would have any cares in the world, but it, I think like in racing, there's just, cause all of them like four yeah. tens, late models, NASCAR, it, the 27 of variations of NASCAR. Like, I feel like everybody's on Twitter. It's such an easy way to uh, share news and for it to just gain the traction. It's all pretty much that organic, especially these days. I remember when tying it into racing. So like the IndyCar, oh, it was the Indy 500 when the tire flew off and went over the fence. Yo, Within still crazy. two minutes of it happening, I went on Twitter and I just searched like Indy 500 tire or whatever it was, like whatever was yeah. going to get me what I was looking for. And I put in like the latest Somebody at the track took a photo of it, put it on their Twitter, and like within seconds, I'm talking yep. probably 20 seconds ago, like the smoke hadn't even cleared. The guy took a photo, uploaded it. I'm looking at it like I'm standing there. That's insane. So, yeah. I mean, the utility of Twitter. It, somebody said, well, I think maybe Elon said it, or a lot of people have said it, where it's like Twitter is the world's group chat. You're just in one giant group that chat. That's true. <laughs> that's actually, oh I gosh. didn't even think about that, but yeah. That's what like, it that's is. That's a thousand percent accurate. Yeah. And I, I think that's why I like it because it's like, especially all the personalities and the sports and stuff like you get all like Brett Griffin. <laughs> there's a topic. Brett Griffin, like we always know exactly what he thinks because but it, like that's mm -hmm. entertaining to me. Yeah. I, I, you know, like I feel like I enjoy that. And it kind of, again, puts us into that big group. Text. You're in a group chat I with like the drivers, the owners, the the sport itself, like the media people, the media people, the other fans. fans. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. everyone, I'm not going to say everyone's equal, but I mean, in the sense that's like, you know. Yeah, I mean, you're in a group chat with them, so it's pretty neat. No, I, I, I really like that. I really like that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm scrolling through my Twitter to, to kind of get through things that happened over the weekend. Um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to see uh, Simon Pagino's practice wreck in the IndyCar. Oh, was yeah. Jeez. Wow. Like, that, that was, like, I feel like major credit to IndyCar for what they've done with the Halo system and everything because I... Like a couple years ago, I don't know that I'd see him walking away from that. Like that was, that well, was you know, scary. Yep. The way he flipped and like all the speed and the way he was flipping, I, I think the car did slow down because when he finally hit, it didn't seem like a hard hit. No, you know? you're, you're right. He, I mean, it definitely like it, scrubbed off a lot. Yeah, because like when he, I mean, he was rolling and probably hitting the ground, so it was kind of slowing him up a little bit. But his head was just kind of floating in the air the whole time, so he didn't have any impact until that last hit and the last hit seemed like it was way slower or way softer than I thought it would. Um, so I think that, I mean, I, I think whatever the R and D that they put into these cars, I think you're right, has paid off. I think multiple lives have been saved ever since they implemented it, which is kind of crazy to think about. Cause it's like, I mean, I know that's a more dangerous sport, but just in the last, like, I don't know if it was, it been like four or five years. I'm, it seems that like every right. year or two, every year or two, it's like, or maybe like once or twice a year is like an accident where it's like, well, thank God for the halo because if it wasn't there, <laughs> right, holy crap, you don't, you just don't know. So. Yeah, and 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 I love to see that. I mean, I, I we still have our issues with the next gen car, but it's it 
I like to see the, the target moving forward. I don't know if you guys saw the interview with Ryan Blaney that he was saying even as of like Wednesday, he was having concussion-like symptoms last yep. week, yep. which I think we all predict. Like I, I know I at first I was like, oh, cool, St. Smith gets to drive the street course. Um, <laughs> but like that, that's still nerve-wracking. He did, what's cool is he actually worked with uh, the same doctor that Dale Jr. worked with. Which is cool. I feel like it, I think he's just become like the NASCAR Cup Series concussion guy now. But um, obviously he got cleared, so that's good. I, it just I don't know. I still think this car needs so much work, like so much work. It's and it needs a. I think it needs a redesign, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's bias. Make it crush and give it a big motor, and I think we're at least partway there. Ah, oh, dude, I still don't know how I feel about this stupid car. I say I, I called it stupid, so I guess it must yeah. be bad. But yeah, I don't know. So many reasons. I mean, intermediates it usually works. Like, not all the time because Las Vegas sucked and Nashville was okay. But I mean, like Charlotte, it was great. Auto Club, it was great. Kansas, it was great. So like anywhere there's multiple grooves and you can get out of right. dirty air. That's the only way you could pass. If you're trying to pass and it's like one, one and a half grooves or you can take away somebody's line very easily, like at Nashville, where you could just, I don't know, start low and go high and vice versa. And then you can just throw dirty air on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting, but. And that, and that's, uh, yeah, the, the, the whole arrow thing to me, I'm just done with. I just don't like it. You know, it's, and that's every issue they're trying to address with arrow. So I don't know if you guys saw the thing about how they're trying to address the, the short track package issue is they're doing more aero stuff. They're, oh, yeah, because you made the joke about it because they're they're adding a splitter to the front of the car. And Are they really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. My I, joke well, was totally in, independent of that. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, what you, does that have to do with fixing this car? That's what I'm saying. Like, it, I don't... Not, it just doesn't feel like it's that hard. Like, remove it here, give it some horsepower. <laughs> wait, they're adding a splitter? Wait, why? And they're like, <laughs> splitter, that's it. I, the diffuser first if you're gonna do anything remove I mean, the diffuser maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's just i i can't i i don't uh, I, you screwed. would you would think this far into the next gen that we would learn that we can't keep trying to fix it with arrow but let's yeah, ask it's like <laughs> let's ask this since this is a, a road course weekend did it did it improve road racing hmm because that was like so. the whole thing, no. right? Like we're gonna have a five-speed sequential shifter. Like well, it's gonna be great on road courses. We got more road problem, courses. Did it really do anything? <laughs> the problem is that the guy Jim France, since Brian France kind of did his thing with the, uh, he got arrested or whatever. But so he lost his ownership <laughs> or his role. So Jim France came over and he was in charge of IMSA, which is I guess part owner of NASCAR. They kind of worked together. But Jim France was kind of running that thing, and he's the one who designed this car. And if you saw the race yesterday, kind of felt like a, you know, oh, an IMSA race. Oh, thousand percent. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. not wrong at all. It's, it's like that. And I two, think that was the intent and that's why they're so happy yeah. with it. He's like, this is my series now and I can do what I want with it. So let's try to make it an IMSA car series so it can expand the sports car world and the NASCAR stock car world. Dude. Turns out the cars tour is getting sold out standing room only shows when they race. And you see who else they just gained today? Yeah, Kip Childress. Kip Childress. Yeah, he just retired from NASCAR. So I was like, "I'm done. I'm done. Had a good career." And then he goes to the Cars Tour. Do you realize how many? Like, I, I tune into every race. Do you know how much energy is around this at sport right now? There, the parking lot looks like Wilkesboro. Like that's as, awesome. As packed as it is at all these tracks, Caraway, South Boston, 
Like I Hickory and Hickory, they're making so much money now, more money than they ever had in their life. And literally three years ago or two years ago in 20, yeah, three years ago in 2020, there was a big talk about we're not getting good car counts. The, the, the late model division is, is falling apart. It is back guys. And they're investing in with people that know what they're talking about, that been in the sport in the early 2000s. These cars are only going to get better. They're going to make the series better. And I think you're going to see a, a pretty big contract come up with this series. I mean, I know they're on floor oh, yeah. racing, but I think it's just going to get bigger. It's just, it's, 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 I know it's not supposed to be a competitive thing for NASCAR, but in a way NASCAR is going a different route. So <laughs> well, they're, taking, they're, they're taking a different route. I guess to me, yeah. like, shouldn't that speak volumes on what the fans are looking for? Like the fact that yeah. cars tour is growing so much and NASCAR has been, I mean, NASCAR's had a rough year. Like, I don't know that that's a secret. I mean, they've had some really, really good weekends, but like, man, there's I've been heard, some. I've already decided that I'm not going to Martinsville this year for the cup series. I'm going to the late model race. That's I'm, <laughs> yeah, I just there's more money. I mean, it's cheaper, and I just enjoy. I mean, I do enjoy that Martinsville weekend because of all the crazy and sure good time of year. But you know, the September Martinsville late model race, I watch it every year. It's something that I always wanted to go to. And um, the, but the late model yeah. will probably be better. I mean, like the short track car sucks, and we just yeah. like we're, we're not addressing it. I that still yeah. just makes no sense to me. And and you talked about. Uh, Racing product on the road courses, obviously. That's kind of what this car was designed on. Yeah. For all the flaws of the Gen 6, because the 550 package sucked. Like, I, I'm not, you know, I, I see some people looking back on that, and they're like, oh, it was so good. I'm like, shut up. It was ha, terrible, no. too, okay? <laughs> like, let's, let's, let's be honest, okay? But the, the tail end Gen 6 road course short track stuff was phenomenal. Like, yeah. they, I don't know if it was by accident or what, but they hit on such a good car that produced such good racing. And I you think that's secretly like Chase Elliott, because that's when he was winning them all. Winning them oh, all. Yeah, that that hurts a little bit inside. <laughs> I don't know that I can own up to that. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> your unconscious bias just came out. I had to. That's pour what it, out. it was. Yeah. No, um, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That, I mean, that was the whole thought. But I mean, I at least to me, I still feel like that's the best road course racing product we've ever had. Was the tail end of the Gen Six era? Yeah, I think. I was just thinking about it while you were talking. I, I think I realized in the cars tour too, it's like, I think of SRX with short tracks. It's like, okay, you know what it is? NASCAR, they're going to be a jack of all trades, but like a master of none. That's what they're, that's just going to be their billing. They're going to be, we have a large variety. We have road courses, rain, short tracks, super speedways, dirt. Um, you know, they, you can't really do that with other series. I feel like they're more like a, an expanded V8 supercars thing now, actually. I mean, actually, in that, <laughs> maybe, they should, <laughs> maybe they should lean into that. Maybe they should have the, the city course and just, just be a variety thing where it's just like you, one, at one point you're in Chicago. I mean, they're already there, right? Maybe this, yeah. this, maybe this is just what they are. And so, like, we should never be like, well, they need to go back to the south and they need to do more short tracks and just short tracks in Daytona and Talladega and... <laughs> That's it, right? Like, but don't, don't go west don't of the Mississippi. I don't know that I'm against the schedule diversity, though. I feel like no, I actually like it's that the part. car. Yeah, yeah, because I, I like even the street course thing. I feel like could be better, so I'm not even against that. I, I to me, it still goes back. Although you're right, Xfinity kind of sucked too. But maybe that's just another point. But <laughs> well, I, 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 I like the diversity they've kind of picked up. So I, I feel like that's. Uh, that moving forward, I still feel like that's a good thing. Maybe we should just accept that NASCAR is never going to be great at that one thing. You know what I mean? And maybe that's true. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know that this car is terrible, uh, terribly far off. Like I know, Mitch, you you want like a redesign, but 
I, I still do. I still think <laughs> if I would be curious to see if we can get tires that wear out, bigger motor, one less gear, and ditch the underbody diffuser. I wonder That's how good that car would be. Well, no, I, mostly you're just getting rid of stuff. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like the diffuser. It's like great now because what? What did the guy at Petty GMS say that like diffusers are like fifteen hundred dollars a piece whenever they break them? So like, great. There's one cost saver to the teams right there. Perfect. Fifteen hundred times thirty eight race weekends because they said they destroy them every weekend. So. Awesome. There's already a number right out of the gate. We're saving the team. So there's that argument. And and according to Denny Hamlin, the smaller motors are not saving them a penny to begin with because they're pouring more money into R&D trying to make the uh, little wimpy baby motors do anything. So it's mm-hmm. like that that number's nullified, you know? And then the the whatever, the what it's not a transmission. It's a uh, uh, my brain just emptied. But just hey. Take one of the Pace gears down. right out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Transaxle. Sorry, yeah. yeah. It finally came back to me. So, I I think if you do that, I I you almost might have a good product. And I don't know that I'm against having multiple packages. But if you're gonna if you're gonna have such a diversity in the schedule, like what you were just talking about, Nolan. Yeah. Like, let's have a road course short track car. Let's have a super speedway car. Let's have an intermediate car. And basically, for the intermediate, just don't change anything. Like yeah. I I don't. I feel like it's okay, as is, and I agree. then and then you're kind of getting the best of both worlds. And like, if they get this right, NASCAR has the chance to be the premier racing series, I think, in the world. But they're just—I don't know if it's denial or what it is, but it's like—I mean, I feel like we're almost two years into this, and we're still seeing the same issues. And it's like, bro, like you—you you are seeing this, right? <laughs> like, I'm not alone. Am I? Am I crazy? <laughs> They're no. seeing it. I'll tell you what, a year ago, they couldn't have done what we were thinking about, which is like, let's lean heavily into, they should lean heavily into package differences, right? Like short track should definitely have like, I don't know, maybe no rear wing or not wing, but you know what I mean? Spoiler. Yeah, just spoiler. like ditch the spoiler altogether. Yeah. Like let's just lean heavily <laughs> into the changes that need to be made. So like, you don't need to change maybe the intermediate, you know, it's probably fine the way it is, right? We got some good racing for the most part, as long as you can pass. Um, you know, so you got one down and you actually fix that from the gen six, right? Let's just start leaning into what needs to be done. And I think like maybe a year ago, the excuse would have been maybe even this year, but probably definitely last year where it's like, well, we got to take the car from Bristol dirt and race it at Daytona. We got supply shortages. You guys remember that? Oh yeah. yeah, We don't even talk about that that anymore. So it's like, all right, you know, these teams are established. They have their cars. We're going into year three next year. Like we should really lean heavily into like, all right, we, we have like four or five, like, okay. I don't know. Like a team of two has like six short track cars and they're very different than like the intermediates or something like that. Like we just got to do it. We got to save the racing packages in the specific, you know, uh, sections that they're in. I, I think it's a strong possibility, you know, and it's cause the, the gen six on intermediates was garbage. So we've fixed that. So it's yeah. like, all right, well let's look at the positives like that. That is a big positive. Um, Charlotte is an amazing racetrack again. So yeah. congratulations, you know, but yeah, I, I think it's an opportunity to just basically make everything as good as it can be. And I don't, I, I think it, you can totally do it without costing the teams a lot of money. Cause I know that's the big concern, but we're not, I don't believe in these packages. We're talking about anything that's like, honestly, a lot of it is cost savings because really like, again, we're talking about just pulling stuff off the car for the short tracks. Like, Oh, you don't need this. Don't need this. So it's like, okay, well now that short track package actually saved the teams 
whatever, five grand a car or two grand a car, whatever it is. So it's like, okay, now we're actually in the green, which is never happens in motorsports. So like that's that's a win to me. I don't know. Yeah, I'm all for it. I think I think that's a good idea. I think you're gonna have to, like you said, because of all the diversity of, of forms of racing, the street course, road course, uh, dirt, and then the super speedway and short tracks. I mean, and intermediates. I mean, holy crap! Like uh, you got you, you got to make it work on everything if you're gonna do that. So, no, I completely agree. So we made it through a crazy wet week, um, and apparently. If, if you need rain in your area, if you're going through a drought, just hire a couple racing series to come because Pennsylvania was in a drought. And, of course, rolling into PA Speed Weeks this last week, it like half the events got rained out. And then the other half were on sticky tracks. So it's like, OK, so I, I, at this point, you know, Kenny's conspiracy theory about um, all the chemtrails causing rain whenever there's races in the area. It's starting to gain more and more traction. I'm just saying. It's the like, vortex theory. Yeah, it's, it's the opposite of the vortex <laughs> the theory. anti-vortex theory. What, whatever that is, that's what we have. Because I, I even had that thought this week, like after the third 410 race canceled, I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, so, And then, of course, like after the whole week of the 410 shows getting rained out, of course, you roll into... Chicago, which is, you know, it was gorgeous while they're setting up the track. And then once race time came, boom, <laughs> complete and utter hell. So, I mean, I will say this, that sunset that they showed at the end of the cup race was like the pink sky and the, and the city lights and the, the, them like racing at the end. I mean, it looks really cool, but uh, yeah, I think that's the only thing that the, the rain produced was a good sunset. <laughs> That one shot is all we got for dealing with all the bullcrap. So, do we go back next year? Do we know if that's confirmed? And do you want to? So, they do have a three-year contract with the city of Chicago, but apparently the contract is, what I heard is the contract's pretty loose, so it doesn't necessarily mean it. I think it was just like they had to lock in some degree of intent to get the city on board, but that right. mayor is also gone, so the current mayor doesn't really care. So, I I think... I think the street course 100% comes back next year. Um, I think it's in a different city. I really do. I, I think that I saw enough this weekend that I just don't see Chicago happening again. Make it like the NFL draft to just have a new city every year. I actually love the idea. And I'm, I still think for the all-star race, you do the same thing. Have one I, in Philly. I love rotating. Oh, I gosh. Work. Is that more I'm, dangerous than Chicago? That's got to uh, be well, close. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I was thinking this, like the Rocky statue and all yeah, that. Like, imagine. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. You get yourself a cheesesteak and go watch a Phillies game afterwards, you know? <laughs> and uh, with your Kevlar vest. I'll get a number 12 on my Kevlar vest so I blend in. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. No, I, I love it. I mean, what, what do you think, Nolan? Like, what, what is your thoughts after the, the street course weekend? I, well, I'll just say I came in very cynical. I thought it was going to be bad. And I acknowledged, like I did earlier, that like, chaos played its way into making it an entertaining race but like what you said is what i left out which is that like what it did at least from my perspective and it seems pretty certain is like a lot of people liked it it was really cool there was a lot of excitement you may have actually it may actually be worth it and it it doesn't have to be the most exciting race of the year like is that really, like, say it was a dry race and, you know, maybe it was a little single file. You're still going to have good cars winning. 
every 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 race. Is it really any less boring than like Tyler Reddick winning at Road America by like I don't know thirty eight seconds <laughs> over second place? Well, and maybe that's where I differ from most NASCAR fans because I didn't love Road America either. So like I I have yeah. not understood the nostalgia of that. Well, at actually, all, so. I'm kind of in that minority too because like <laughs> it was such a long track, and then you'd have a caution, and then it's like three oh, caution laps right. for like a half an hour. It's like. <laughs> Dude, that was insane. So I think it doesn't, if, if Chicago, let's just say they go back there again, like if it's not the best race of the year, and let's just, as long as it's not Texas bad, <laughs> you know, no. like as long as it's not Texas bad and people don't get shot, like it should be, I think it's worth it. I see it. I didn't see it two days ago, but now I see it. I see that like, and I, I'm actually all for it. So I say, go back, keep doing it, do it till it breaks. Yeah. So, yeah, and rotate I actually, the cities. I, it made it made a fan out of me. I actually I do like it. What well, about you, Mitch? Well, well done, Ben Kennedy. Well done. Oh, what thanks. Do you, <laughs> what do you think, Mitch? <laughs> yeah, I mean, same like with Nolan. I was kind of skeptical going in, but I, I do think it's an all right idea as long as you re- rotate it and make it you know spicy. Yeah, it'll be good, right? Uh, but I do believe we should be racing at Chicagoland next year. Uh, I think the package we have actually would work pretty well there just with the tire wear surface and all that, uh, I feel like it would produce an auto club kind of feel and kind of race. Yeah. And, and honestly, there's a big piece to me that thinks that that was 100% their intent because I know they struggled with the local turnout. So I think their thought was take it to the city, get some new fans, and then just mar- market the crap out of it next year and, and hopefully get those same fans over. Because it's, I mean, there's a lot of money sitting at that speedway right now. You know, you talk about yeah. what a speedway costs to build and operate. So they, they obviously have some sort of plan. So I, I do think that was the end game and I like it. I think that's smart. And I, from what I heard, as far as how they uh, activated this event, knocked it out of the park. So if they can keep that level of activation down, I think that's only going to help because now those new fans are going to know. That's a good point. I think there's a lot of wind in their sail. So you got the local fans, new fans, and then you said Las Vegas. I think Kansas, think about how great that race was this year. It was like maybe the best race of the year. And Chicago is basically like the sister track to that. I mean, you're almost guaranteed to have a great race. So, I mean, that's actually a really exciting idea to go back to Chicagoland. I like that. I would be fine with either or both you know, I mean, we yeah. go to Florida like four times a year or eight times a year, whatever it is. So double <laughs> header with IndyCar at it, St. Pete. There's, Ooh, there's the there thought. you go. Another Florida race. Oh, cool. and it's an excuse for me to go to St. Pete. So yeah. It's, like it's a, an excuse a, for me to see my mom. Exactly. Yeah. We can all go to St. Pete. It's a gorgeous area and, uh, watch Dude, two yeah. different racing series. See cool. now, I'm now, all it's, for it. now it's a win-win for all of us. <laughs> um, and actually, you talk about Chicagoland, one last thought. I mean, the last race at Chicagoland had a finish that still is on highlight reels between uh, Kyle Larson and Kyle Busch. Yep. yep. So, that car was good, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you ain't kidding. I Should lost be- my thought. I said so, and then I lost my thought. <laughs> Dang I'm it, sorry. I interrupted I, you. I, I no, you're that. good. You're good. <laughs> Oh, oh, I remember it. I got perfect. it back. So this is the one last thing I, I can think of for the weekend to contribute is like, because it's pretty relevant. I mean, how do you guys feel in general between both series? So the Xfinity, they it was a little bit of a controversial thing, right? Oh, it's great. Yeah, and yeah, then, brought this up. And then, of course, they shortened the race yesterday. So when it comes to NASCAR, like, officiating, they obviously had to throw some audibles. And, uh, you know, it had some interesting results. So, like, what do you guys think about that? 
both the Cole Custer victory and you know two laps short of halfway or whatever. Like, does that does that bother you guys at all? What they had to do there? I know you. I, have, well, you guys did mention about the the like they probably could have raced it right like later that evening. I mean, it wasn't raining. It was just like waiting for lightning. Oh, to the go lightning. Away so that wasn't NASCAR's yeah. fault. So in right, the position no. that NASCAR is in, do you blame them? Are you are you okay with that? Yeah, I mean, like I that's not what I wanted to see, but I mean, because. You know, I kind of like to see it play out, especially if I'm not winning money on my daily fantasy, and I wasn't. So uh, <laughs> there's bias in it. And, uh, you know, I, I was curious to see how, because you knew it was going to pick up the carnage. You know, you knew with 10 to go in the Xfinity race at a street course, something was going to crazy yeah, happen. Yeah, you know? for sure. And, and I wanted to see that, but uh, you know what? It wasn't, it just didn't work out. So I, I'm not, I'm not upset about it. Just kind of like wish it would have worked out differently. But I like how it produced different winners. I mean, Custer's finally getting his groove going and then SVG doing his thing. Yeah. That is true. I, I think I kind of hit it on it earlier, but I, I NASCAR's hands were tied. Like I put no fault on NASCAR, but I think that was a major loss for the city. Um, and I, I kind of put a hundred percent on the blame because even I don't, from what I understand, they didn't get any weather that night. So they canceled, they killed the Are end of the serious? race and they killed the concert over, you know, basically politics and i could be wrong about the weather they so we don't blame nascar eventually. for their officiating even if it looked a little funny because i did see on twitter you know yeah. the world's negative group chat uh, <laughs> where, all the, where all the negative dances hide out uh that like people were upset they're like we how could they do this it's like well what do you what do you what do you want them to do right so and, and i okay like i it. i disliked it but I thought about it for like 30 seconds and i'm like what what was nascar's option yeah true. Like, there was no option you know like there's it's, a because they, they tried delay. to finish it, and it was they got eight inches of water in Chicago on Sunday morning. We don't think like, NASCAR was trying to get Chase Elliott to win yesterday, do we? We're not we're not that far <laughs> in the weeds, are we? It was about to get well, shortened if Chase got the lead, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, th I think they 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 wanted to help. I mean, <laughs> they're like, nah. oh, surely he can pass Justin Haley. Uh, yeah, we'll pick up like, that. That's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, Plot twist, Justin Haley, P.J. Elliott. Also because you can't pass, so that's part of the reason. All right, anything else from the weekend? I don't know. I mean, that uh, we did go to, uh, me and David and my wife and David's wife and David's kids went to, I don't know why I said our names in that order, but whatever. <laughs> uh, it's just the way my ADHD brain works sometimes. We did go to BAP Saturday night for the Firecracker 40, the, the semi-longer sportsman race. And it did was you guys get rained on at all? Nothing. Okay. Nothing at all. Um, it rained at my house. That's why I was confused. I was like, "You want to go in the rain?" <laughs> yeah, it's well. We checked the forecast, and at least in York Haven, like it looked good. And so we were like, "Oh yeah, let's go to the race." Plus, the wife wanted to go. I was like, "Yes, sounds fun." And uh, it was a great, it was a great show. Uh, the track was very tough, very very tough, very wet, and it was kind of like one and a half lanes, but you could still do stuff. And um, it was pretty good. Kenny had some speed. Johnny had crazy speed. He started like sixteenth, and he was up to I think sixth. And a uh, guy running fourth just lost it. I uh, completely overdrove. Kenny barely missed it by going high. And then Johnny went low to miss, and the guy gunned it. Don't know why. I, when you spin in front of the whole field, I don't know why you gun the throttle. But he gunned it and came down the track and just caught Johnny's right rear and flipped him. But, oh, that's yeah. Good. Yeah, and uh, Scott, Scott Dellinger won the race. Dellinger's a good guy. Kenny actually lost a flywheel after, I believe, hot laps. Maybe it was heats. It might have been Heats. I, I could be wrong on this. But at some point, he lost a flywheel, and they actually were able to get a flywheel from Dellinger, which is really cool. 
So he's a good guy, and he obviously went on to win. And it was an enjoyable race. It kind of singled out by the end. The it, it just kind of pushed out. But the first three quarters of the race was was like the racing product. I thought was great. Again, like you you go from that to NASCAR, and it was almost disappointing. <laughs> and then the four tens rained out all weekend. Uh, I think all weekend. Yeah, because they were supposed to be Stillings Grove last night. Rained out. They were supposed to be in Port the night before. That rained out. And then Williams Grove rained out. So uh, Williams Grove did not rain out. I'm sorry. That race happened. Um, and then tonight they are at Port, which is good. They're making up the Saturday show. So, so is this the finale then? Finale is usually Sunday at Sealands Grove. So I guess right. tonight so, would be it. So I know Sealands Grove postponed. It's not going to be part of Speed Weeks, but they're paying out Speed Weeks pay at the next race. So it's kind of cool. So who wants Speed Weeks? Do we know? I think tonight is the Saturday makeup at Port. I don't. It's the Saturday. Okay. So I. I just wasn't sure if like they. Let me see if I. Because I know like Danny did post on Facebook the the the, the platform that takes forever to yes. presentation thing. He said we're racing, so I just assumed they raced. Yes, <laughs> tonight is the finale for the PA Speed Weeks. I did just confirm okay. that, so um, we will know after this. Dietrich's had a just a terrible week, but and uh, Macri has been crazy fast. And uh, big shock, Brent Marks has been crazy fast. I know he's got a couple wins. Um, I have not seen... I was just looking for the points. Uh, after Williams Grove, which ended up being the last race, uh, Anthony Macri was leading, followed by Brent Marks. And Macri's got a pretty good lead, but Marks could still get him. And then Justin Peck, uh, Freddie Raymer, everyone's favorite driver, Tanner Thorson, Kyle Reinhardt. Dylan Norris and Dietrich is in eighth. TJ Stutz in ninth. And Lance DeWeese, surprisingly enough, is 10th. Um, they just haven't had, like, they've been good. They just haven't had that, like, I mean, I'm used to seeing the 69K win, like, half the races. So um, I feel like they just haven't quite had what they had before. But the 39M and the 19 are, are kind of just kicking everyone's butts right now. So anxious to see what happens tonight. Um I think Brent Marks has a really good momentum going, but I know Macri has a really good track record at Port. So, yeah, I'm curious to see kind of who pulls it out. So, yeah. Sorry. Now that concludes my thoughts for the weekend. All right. No <laughs> more thoughts. No more thoughts. Bet on it. Bet on it. Bet on it. We have Atlanta coming up. Yes, we do. I don't really want the camera on me, but I want the camera on me. And we have all three series are racing this weekend. The trucks are at Mid-Ohio. And then Cup and Xfinity. Thank you, Scam Likely, for calling me while I'm doing this. <laughs> um, and then Cups and Xfinity are at Atlanta. Um, so any any bold predictions going into Atlanta weekend? It's going to be interesting. I don't know. Like, it depends how the racing is because, like, we... The racing was different earlier this year than it was last year. It felt a little different. Like, uh... Good or bad? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of curious what you think. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think it'll be fun. It's going to be better than Chicago. So we're going to we're gonna have a good weekend. Dude, it is a fun race. Has it aged well for you guys? No. Yeah, okay like, with it. You no? Know? <laughs> I know. I am. I'm good. Don't make Texas into it. But I do like it. I don't. We don't need any more. But I, <laughs> right, I kind of right, right. like yeah, it. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't kind of like it. I do like it because I do think it takes skill. I do think you know good drivers win there. So my prediction is uh, Trackhouse wins three in a row. I could which, which car? Happen. Which car wins? 
Ah. Uh, um, <laughs> I guess you only How have two you. to pick from. That one. Numero one. Yeah, yeah, number one. He's. It's honestly not a bad pick rolling into the weekend. Dude, he's actually talented there. Uh, he I, is. I say this a lot. If you guys are diehards out there and you haven't tried it, and I, I don't, it might cost a little bit, like not a lot, like I don't know, ten bucks. You go to NASCAR app and you you just watch the onboard. It's a great way to watch a race, especially if you were like, you're kind of like a diehard. I, I, well, Mitch is the eye racing specialist, but for me, like I I want to be in the car. I want to feel it. I don't actually do it, but I love <laughs> I love that perspective. I watch him a couple times now since they've done this, and his ability to pass is really good on that track. He just sends it three wide and gets around people. And then the person, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's a whole thing. I won't explain it. I won't try, but it's, <laughs> I do think he actually has talent. I do think talent does play a factor in that race, which I don't know if that's a hot take, you know, with Atlanta coming up, you know, is I, it a talent track? I think so. I, I really think, do. I think all super speedway style tracks do requ require talent because regardless of the package, regardless of anything, 80% of the cars in the front are the same cars you see every time. True, true. So they're, they're, I mean, Denny Hamlin, like as much as I don't like him, you got to give him credit. He's always up front. Ryan Blaney's always up front. Brad Keselowski's always up front. Ross Chastain's yeah. always, and, and honestly, Corey LaJoy has, I think, entered more than entered that chat. I mean, he's yep. like kind of consistently a top 10 at these sort of tracks, especially Atlanta. Like Atlanta seems to be like that next pedigree for him where he just kind of has that extra 10% of something. Okay. Hey, his worst, like his worst kind of track is road racing, road street courses, and he got 14th. That's so he true. got some momentum coming in. I don't know. Points wise, I think he is still over 40 points out, but I think he's going to need a win to make the playoffs. I really do. Um, let's see. What does the bubble look like? The oh, yeah. Bubble? We, we don't have like Justin Haley, Are you a data guy today, Mitch? Isn't Justin Haley like in it or something or really close? <laughs> I think, I think Haley's pretty far out. Is he? Oh, yeah, okay. he's below. Corey. Oh, no, he passed Corey. Wow, Corey got jumped. Cassandra and them did well. It, man, it's tight. So it looks like from, if you take from Bubba Wallace and 15th being what, 204 points, or he has 280, 287 points. He's 15 to, above the cut line, if that helps. I did get it open on my app yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. And then like, uh, Okay, so Corey's 47 back in 23rd. So from 15th or from 16th to 23rd, you're about a full race back. And like 22nd and 21st are both 45 back, which is Cindric uh, and Haley. And then Bowman's 26 back in 20th. And then AJ is 24 back in 19th. Michael McDowell is 10 points back from the playoff spot in 18th, which that's not getting talked about enough. And then uh, Suarez is six points out from a playoff spot from Ty Gibbs. So Ty Gibbs is in 16th. Um, Bubba has a 15-point gap from Suarez. So, I mean, he's he's hanging on. And, but then Busher has 100-plus points. Like, him, Brad, and Harvick, yeah. I mean, they're a lock. They're a lock on points unless we get different winners. Didn't and Brad that's win? What's gonna... No. Um, no, he, he dang near one Atlanta. Oh, no, that's what it is. Near. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He got passed by Joseph on the that's last right. turn, the last that's lap. Right. Yep. He didn't block. I, he had the race. He just didn't. He hesitated on the block and gave it to the twenty-two. It was a shame. He knows the twenty-two has ruined him so many times for blocking. Oh my gosh! Just every time. Every time. I mean, every there's so many replays time. of the five hundred last lap 
Oh, Brad's in the lead. Joey's behind him. And he... <laughs> and then, oh, the infamous uh, double Penske 500 wreck. Yeah, that will... Uh, yeah, they still get PTSD about that. So, uh, rolling into the weekend, Mitch, because I know you got to roll soon. Who are you? Uh, who are you picking for cup? Well, you know, I would just say do it. You Cor- know, you want to Corey LaJoy, man. Come on, this yeah. is your yeah, weekend to do it. Yeah, it's <laughs> the weekend to do it. He you has momentum. I think he's got his 16th top 20 of the year. Uh, so, you know, this is this. All the marbles are here. I know nice. this track. He's pretty good at. Uh, and then he's not bad at New Hampshire, Pocono. In Richmond, so he needs to start clicking some top 15s like he is. And law of attrition, I think, will work itself out if he wants to make it in points. But uh, yeah, Corey's the pick, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of good guys, but Corey's Corey's uh, you know what's good. funny? I was actually totally gonna pick him if you didn't, like, he was like legitimately first on my list. Well, I mean, it's either the, there's another single digit number I know is gonna be putting all the marbles, and he's pretty good here, yep, but, uh, and he's <laughs> yep, uh. So we'll, we'll try. I think uh, we might all end up with single digit numbers on this, but uh, <laughs> I think Nolan, you're right. Nolan, who are you picking? I'm going to go with the one. Yeah, yeah. I figured. Yeah. All right, good pick. <laughs> yeah. All the bias in the world on this podcast. I mean, it is, but then <laughs> again, too. they just won two in a row. They're the hot they hand. Did. I mean, I got analytics on my side. So. I, can't, I mean, you like you can't argue with it. Like I, I was very impressed, and um, I'm going to go biased, but not for me. I'm going to go on behalf of David because I think he ends the drought. And Brad Keselowski takes it takes it home this weekend. That would be cool. Yep. RFK's fast, man. Home. RFK's really been good the last couple months, and I think the six just takes it that last five percent. I thought you were going to say on behalf of uh, Brian, because I know Brian likes Chase Elliott. So I thought you were going to say Chase Elliott in the nine. Who? I don't know who that is. Sorry, I think he's. Uh, <laughs> you don't know he's, Brian? He's in Colorado, I think, right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Shout out Chase. Colorado. <laughs> yeah. How about you? Uh, no, uh, I, Chase is, just, I don't know. I hot take. I don't think Chase makes the playoffs because I think he's going to have to win to get in. And I don't think he's got the speed to win. So hot take. There it is right there. Man, you heard it here he's first. He's so good at so many tracks coming up. Yeah, but we, we don't have many. Hold no, on. Not let's, really, but let's, he let's could easily win Pocono. He could easily win. Like he's, he can win anywhere, you know, he, Maybe not this year, but he. Yeah, <laughs> I just last I, year you could win anywhere. He won four I, races in a row in the summer. I feel like they're struggling for momentum right that right now, though, and I just don't see it. I mean, I there's a couple other drivers there that I I kind of have more faith in. Maybe I'm wrong. Hot take. I just don't know that I see it. His teammates are doing better than him. They are, and I mean William Byron's leading the parade. Honestly, like yeah, like yeah. average finish well, is beating you, Kyle Larson. So you got your own teammates you got to beat out at tracks where you know usually teams do well in numbers right like so, you got all the Hendrick guys doing usually doing numbers and so you got to compete against them i mean good luck there's yeah. two guys that, the top two guys who've led the most laps this year so far are William Byron and Kyle Larson yeah there you go yep and there it is i mean that's that and that does kind of highlight the <laughs> first half of the season honestly oh my gosh eric Amarola has more laps led than chase Elliott. That's how bad Chase Elliott is. I'm just <laughs> oh kidding. I know, I know you yeah. like Erica. Yeah. yeah, but I was just kind of surprised. No, it's. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. It's hard to gain momentum when you keep missing races. Although the last race he missed was his decision. But um, I knew something was wrong with the nine when they put someone legit like Corey LaJoy in it, and he still couldn't do good. So that's what I knew. Yeah. Like, man, something's wrong with the nine. <laughs> so just need some track position, man. They went through two tires. I was waiting for it. Sorry. Oh man, but I thought you could pass in this car. Um, no. Yeah. 
So just a quick review of our picks from last week for Xfinity. David picked Algaier. I picked Austin Hill. And Mitch picked uh, Justin Marks. Unfortunately, you are the curse because he made it like three laps. Uh, not his fault. <laughs> yeah, not his fault. Blew up. Um, I honestly... Actually, he lost the battle, but he won the war because he won the next day. Yeah, he did. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, he loses, he wins. Shout out Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my phone's taking longer to load. And uh, David won that one because Justin Algar finished third, Austin Hill fifth, and let me scroll all the way to the bottom. Yep, Justin Marks finished 38th. Sorry about you. Honestly, he he had some really good speed, and I I thought I was going to look like an idiot before that happened. He was about to get fourth or something. I was like, oh my gosh, guys, he just needs a roll, dude. One of these times, there's going to be like a. I was thinking about this yesterday. There's going to be a massive line and a push to get into the Project 91 car, you know, because it's like, hey, it's a winnable car. Like I can go and absolutely step in, and you know, there's going to be a lot of. uh, But you know, maybe at one point, Justin's going to be like, too bad, I'm taking the seat. That would be cool. He should. He, should. he deserves it. I honestly want to see him run a cup race. I really do. I think it'd be neat. I think he could do it too. Like I think he's got the the stuff, you know, yeah. and he's got the the right energy going on the team. So, um, what's funny? We look at picks for cup. David, I don't know if you remember. David initially picked the ninety one car. He did, and he backed out of it. And really? then, yep. Yeah. And he should have. He could have had like the boldest prediction out of anybody and won, but. Instead, he went with uh, Ryan Priest, which I still don't 100% understand why he picked Ryan <laughs> Priest. Um, that, was the, that was the most... That's that, was, R- that was probably the worst pick to pick yeah, between an, the two. That's an RNG pick if I've ever Yeah, it, it really is. And he, he finished like, 15th. Um, I picked Joseph Logano, who finished 8th. And Mitch, you picked AJ Olmeninger, which honestly I thought was going to be a contender, and he finished seventeenth. So, in a weird yeah. way, I guess Joey Logano won. But um, yeah, weird. Uh, it was just a weird race. But man, David, come on, man, don't question yourself. You almost had it. You had the ninety-one, ten, bro. Ten dollars would have won you four fifty. Oh, so. wow. See, they could have had our our betting specialist on there. So, and I put ten dollars on Joey, so I made a mistake. <laughs> I made a mistake. I did not think this through. <laughs> but any last thoughts, guys, before we wrap up uh, this week's episode? No thoughts, only good vibes after that chaotic finish that didn't really make too much sense, but it just felt right, right? <laughs> that's, that's my thought. <laughs> what a yeah. great summer in Chicago. I actually yeah. love it. <laughs> Mitch, any last thoughts? Yeah, all good thoughts, man. I hope everyone has a good 4th of July. It's uh, one of my favorite holidays. We're going to have America. a good time with family. Hashtag America. <laughs> Uh, and enjoy Atlanta. It, it should be a good time. I think uh, the Saturday, it, Xfinity is Saturday night, so I am hyped for that. Saturday night Atlanta race. Yes, and Cup is Sunday to... night. Two night races at, at Atlanta this year. Wait, it's Sunday night? It is Sunday night. 8.30, 8 o'clock. I don't know. It's later. Sunday. Sunday night. The Cup race. Uh, 7 o'clock, I apologize. 7 o'clock Sunday night. Oh, my night. gosh. Well, that's Xfinity even is 8 o'clock Saturday night, and trucks are one thirty in the afternoon on Saturday. Under the lights, baby. Atlanta nice. under the lights. Honestly, like I'm excited. That. I think it's going to be better. I don't know why. I just think it's going to be better. Oh, yeah. This car is... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the right time. Entertainment value will be high. Of July. Oh, yeah. It's going to be the same thing. Chaos. No thoughts. Just only good vibes. No poops Well, given, it's not going to be good vibes for everyone. There's going to be some wrecking, but... 
There's going to be some hurt feelings. Yeah. And Joey Logano is probably going to be the cause of some of them. Not for us because we got wins. We're in the hey, playoffs. Hey, <laughs> baby. Number 12 and one. Holla. Welcome Seven and six. Where you at, bro? Yep. We, uh, we're we trying. We're that. <laughs> That's the best we're answer ever. Well, they've we're been trying. picked. They got our picks behind them this weekend, so maybe it'll happen. That's so. true. Got the seven and the six locked in, so unfortunately you're probably screwed. But uh, <laughs> Actually, it was, the, it was the last two Atlanta races where the six and the seven almost won. So. Oh, oh, should we mention that? I, I, I instantaneously said, I'm pulling for the three car here. And then he wrecked three seconds oh, later. Oh, my gosh. Dude, best yeah. timing in the world. I was like, yo, I'm so pulling for that three car. And then like, I said, oh, really? Kidding me. <laughs> I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I just said it, right? The quarter So Mitch is a, is a hex. That's one thing we should mention is Mitch. <laughs> yeah. I would think Mitch is a hex because he, the moment he said that, he crashed. I mean. Please oh. don't ever root for Ryan Bellini. I, if you just do me yeah, a favor. stay away from our drivers. <laughs> I said in the chat, race. I said he's holding back Corey. Like, yeah. Corey's <laughs> not the problem. All this time. It's my fault. I always knew it. That's why, like, when Casey would have issues back in the day, I was so hard on myself. And then it's like, no, you can't have an influence over that. I'm like, I do. I had influence. <laughs> he wrecked because of me. You don't understand. <laughs> I am the cause. I had a feeling. Hey, if racing locally can cause weather, then, yeah, Mitch can cause Rex. <laughs> I, can ruin, I can ruin people's careers. Well, and I gosh. will say, too, last week... Uh, Allgaier got wrecked on lap one. Blaney got wrecked third of the way through the race. And uh, Dietrich got kind of robbed on Friday night and then didn't run well Saturday night. And so I made the joke in our group thread on Sunday afternoon. I said, hey, Kenny, just for the record, I'm rooting for Jay Fantasy because apparently I'm a curse, so I'm not rooting for you tonight. So go Jay Fantasy. Guess who won the sportsman race last Sunday? Kenny. Kenny. It's a thing. So, I think we're all cursed, actually. Now that we think about it, racing addicts. That's what I think it is. So, uh, Denny Hamlin is actually my favorite guy this weekend. I think that guy right there, number eleven, he's my favorite. Love him. I just I want to see him win the championship every year. Actually, you so. agree, Mitch? <laughs> I agree. Good. Uh, Denny and Chase, we love you. Can't wait to see you both in victory lane. But I won't weigh in on this because I'm not sure if I'm cursed or not. <laughs> you might be we'll okay. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Nolan, thanks for stepping in, man. Uh, oh, we, thanks for having me. We need to have you more often. We meant to have you last week, and I forgot to text you, so that oh, was you're my good. bad. You're good. Um, but, yeah, excited to have you. And, Mitch, thanks for joining us. And uh, you are going to see Granger Smith and... Just some more. Yeah, going to be a good concert. Yeah. You're actually leaving... Uh, 13 minutes ago, according to your original time. Well, so, yeah, so you stick so around. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of waiting for them to get here. Um, and so they're, they're waiting for picking up some money. So, oh, nice. We'll see. It'll be good. Well, good. Well, I appreciate you making some time and hopping on, and we could get this done. And, uh, yep. Good to see you, boys. Yeah, man. Fun yeah, time. It's good to see everybody. All right. Well, have a good weekend in Atlanta, guys. Happy July 4th tomorrow when you're probably listening to this. And, uh, yes. yeah, we'll see you all next week. Peace. Hala. <laughs> you did the Alex. I think we should end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>